0: with
1: Shannon Davis. have back with us our friends and special guest, Pastor Louis and Pastor Rose Betancourt from Miracle Valley today in Miracle Valley, Arizona, uh, God's Valley in these end times. And uh, we were talking the other day off air about uh, what the Lord has put on your heart, Sister Rose. So here in a few minutes, we're going to give the mic uh, to Sister Rose and Brother Louis to bring some word for you today that the Lord has been speaking and have them preach uh, a few things before. Uh, Why don't we open up in prayer? Um, Brother Louie, would you like to open us up in prayer?
2: Yes. Father God, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've given us, Father God. And I just thank you for the opportunity to serve you at this time and at this moment. And as the world's getting crazier, Father God, we're at peace because we know that you're in control and that you have us in your hands. And we are very honored, Lord God, to be your servants, your sons and your daughters, Father God. And I just ask you that you have the Holy Spirit speak into our hearts, into our ears, and that we may be sensitive to that speaking and to let it flow. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Everybody again, welcome. And for the archives, uh, today is Friday, September 8th, 2023. Um, You know, as just we were, y'all were praying, Um, I was reminded of some of the Bible scripture from times past. There has been times uh, in the past and today where God was looking for a man to stand in the gap in a city or for a nation, and um, y'all have a servant's heart. And as we were talking about on your last program together, where you shared the story of how God called you to serve in Miracle Valley. And I think from about 2014 on, y'all were the owners of the uh, Miracle Valley uh, church and grounds that still exist today. And uh, stewarding the property. And uh, I firmly believe, had y'all not come there, there may be nothing left today. And uh, God has used you in a mighty way to protect the property, and um, as you've been there, y'all started a church. And uh, as we were talking just prior to this show, um, I believe God's passed a torch to you to build his church again right there in Miracle Valley, and you will have uh, designs and plans to do that uh, with a building and some tents. And um, I know that uh, next week is... Um, is going to be a week of an auction. Uh, Tell us some more about what's happening there in Miracle Valley
2: and uh, anything else you'd like to share on this subject. Well, the auction begins on the 11th. Um, The local, um, um, what is it, the news guy in this area that's very well known, he's going to do a video with us on the 11th, and you know, I guess promoting the um, actual auction, but letting everybody know that we're still there and we're not going nowhere. And we're also not going to bid on the property. The Lord tells us not to bid on the property that he has us covered. I'm giving that all over to him and we're just walking in faith like we always do out here. But meanwhile, like they say, meanwhile, back on the farm, no <laughs> we're kidding. we're going to keep going with our church here. We had a, a church since we got here and Alan when he first got here in nineteen fifty eight he established a little church at the Line Decker House. I have original pictures of them praising the Lord doing prayer meetings in a house that you can barely fit ten people in it, but they had their church. Wow. So we have our our plans are to take that forty by fifty foot tin building that we have on Ghost Rider Lane, which is right across the street from the highway north of the of the Bible College. Now, I just want to remind everybody that we also still have 16 acres on the Bible College side, which is on the south side of the freeway. And we're still going to push forward with that. And we're also doing plans right now, looking for a tent, because we are going to be doing a revival. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to have it televised, and we're also going to have our church and when we start it real soon, we're going to have that also televised too. So we ain't going nowhere, and we're going to stay here until God tells us or God comes for us and takes us home. But um, that that's our plan, and um, he said establish this church, and that's what we're going to do. This is exciting. Um, you know, what was
1: once just a patch of desert land, and uh, look what God has done. Uh, it's got a name. Uh, his valley is called Miracle Valley. It's not one street or one, you know, one uh, patch of dirt. Uh, that whole area uh, was used by God, and I believe He wants to continue it today. So, again, if you could have like a bird's eye view, um, you've got this highway that runs through the desert. There, you've got a subdivision on one side. The other side was the original uh, A. E. Allen uh, home base. Great. There's only about 37 and a half acres I think uh, left and the the county is going to auction that off this week. I know there's plans to uh, rebuild that and rehab that um, but I tell you what gets me excited. what gets me excited is the full gospel ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, we have been Amen. told to occupy till Jesus comes and he's called us in mark right. 16 to preach the gospel. And get people water baptized, and these signs will fall. them that believe, casting out devils, laying hands on the sick, speaking in new tongues. Uh, these are miracles that will follow, and uh, I'm ready to see some miracles in that place that God has named Miracle Valley. And I believe that's about to happen, uh, because when God in- brought you there over ten years ago, that was not by accident. And uh, no, you know, you have a servant's heart. I. Remember hearing you say that the other day. At the end of the day, we obey God, and I'm a servant. And I thought, you know what? That's what I want to be too. Uh, Lord, what can I do for you? Um, I'm here to serve at your pleasure. Folks, uh, Jesus said um, to those that will endure to the end, he'll say to you, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. It says it's required of a servant to be faithful. And I know that uh, Brother Louie and Sister Rose, you are faithful. Uh, You serve Mm -hmm. at the pleasure of the Lord, and uh, God is already beginning to show you the next steps he has for you. Right there, smack dab, Ground Zero, uh, Miracle Valley. And if you're in that area and you're looking for a church, um, we'll give you contact information because Brother Louie and Sister Rose are Uh, building up a church there. Uh, They've already got a location for it. There's some talk about maybe doing some tent revivals down there. Man, that would be exciting. And uh, I'll just share one more thing and then shut up. And that is uh, as long as you've got internet, man, you can put a camera on that thing and stream worldwide. And so that is exciting. You've got an opportunity to do more than the Apostle Paul did. You know, he might have to travel three months by a boat to get to where he was going to preach. Now yeah, you can jump on Zoom yeah. or, you know, YouTube or Facebook. And uh, hey, by the way, um, F- Facebook is is a place where they can contact you. Is there a way they can friend you on social media? Where do they go?
2: Yeah, Miracle Valley today would be our Facebook, and all our contact information is on there. Our website is down right now because since we got off the property, we decided to shut it down. I don't want to mislead anybody, Um, but um, that will be going up soon again, Um, and all the information for the church will be on there also, but also our email address is miraclevalleytoday at yahoo.com. Miraclevalleytoday at yahoo.com is our email, and miraclevalleytoday is our Facebook and Miracle Valley Today is our YouTube channel. So there's a few videos on there that are pretty new that um, I was able to acquire and turn them into digital and put them on there. Camp meetings with A.A. A. Allen and him um, um, praying demons out of people. <laughs> that was exciting. Uh, and you know what?
1: Same God doing it then is the same God that wants to do it today. And uh,
2: so. That's that's exactly right, Brother Shannon. And you know what? I love history. You know how I am about history. You are the same kindred spirit. We just enjoy talking about all the, you know, revivalists back in the day, Maria Woodworth, Edder, Amy Simple McPherson, R.C. Shambach, you name it. We can sit here all day and name those names. But God is doing things today. All you have to do is pay the price, and that's what's happening now. It's what he's doing today. And you know what? If we stick to what he's doing today and take in what he's doing today, the history kind of fades away. It's good reference, but he wants our today to be tomorrow's history.
1: Absolutely. And of course, folks, pray for the auctions next week. Nobody wants this to fall into the hands of Uh, some reprobate out there that would turn it into a a Walmart or Costco. Uh, We certainly don't (laughs) want to become a gel. And I'm here to say... (laughs) Repeat. (laughs) Or a tractor supply. (laughs) Folks, uh, listen very closely. There are enemies of the cross that would like to um, remove any... probably remove the word miracle off that valley. You know, uh, speaking of which, and I'll stop right here... Um, I learned from y'all that the subdivision right across the road from uh, the Tabernacle, Brother Allen built, um, it was a planned community for Christians and it was originally given Christian names. And then over the years some of the names have been changed. Um, I didn't know they could do that, but I guess that's that's a process anybody can go through and probably you got some people over there who are not serving God that they don't like some of the Godly heritage names. What do you think?
2: Yeah, that could be true. Um I have the original um plans to the subdivision here, and it doesn't even show where we're living at now. That's all, how new it was. And um some of the names were actually were not biblical names. It was just First Street, Second Street, and Third Street, and they okay. did start changing them into biblical names. So, um I'm going to do a little bit more homework on that and next time we meet on a on a Friday, we'll we'll talk more about that. And I I only said that because
1: um, this little I got one little lot over there, not much, but um, you had showed me an original map, and A. Allen had called it Chariots of Fire Drive, and um, over the the decades that has been changed. It's, it's something totally new now. So, so yeah, some of the well, the names still exist, but other names the enemies tried to take back. I think.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, and you know shed the image
1: uh so you know the enemy would like to just level everything like an atom bomb but that's not going to happen and uh god has put you there as a mighty flame of fire to ignite uh churches and revival again so folks keep an eye on this ministry because they're going to do mighty things for christ it's called miracle valley today and uh with that we're going to get started um Y'all got all the time you like. Um, bring the word of the Lord. I'm um, gonna we'll throw the mic to y'all. You got all the time you want.
2: Well, thank you so much. Um, Rose has a word for you guys today, and I'm gonna turn it over to her. She's a mighty preacher, and she does listen to the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a little testimony. One time, we had a uh, well, we had a, a thrift store across the street, and a gentleman, an Indian gentleman, came in, and uh, he. He came here when he was a young kid with his parents because they used to have Indian days here, and um, the young man, well, younger than me, he he went he went into the tabernacle to pray, and his wife stayed in the thrift store just walking around, and then he came back, he was in tears, didn't say too much, just walked around, and uh, Rose came up to him and they were talking, and he said, "Lord, show me that you have something in your stomach," and he started weeping. He didn't even tell his wife this. He had some kind of cancer or something. Rose prayed for him, and he was totally healed. And he came back a year later thanking him. I'm um, thanking Rose for praying for for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and praying for him. And uh, he came with his Bible, so I took a couple of pictures because he came with a brand-new Bible and wanted Rose to sign it. So wow. I'm turning it over to Rose here. Praise the Lord.
0: <laughs> well, praise God. God is a God of miracles. Amen. And today, excuse me, there's a scripture that says in Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth, the word dwelleth, is a place where you live. It's your home. And I would today I want to talk about the place that was the location. There's a location in the spirit where all things are possible. Um, but a lot of us have been in a place called Stuckville and today I want to navigate you through a process that will get you out of Stuckville. And it's a it's a location. And so it's a location that takes us away from sickness. It's an environment that is full of the presence of God that helps us to get away from the things of this realm. Um, a lot of us have been stuck in toxic relationships, Depression, addictions, bad habits. We've been the victims of rejection and betrayal, devastating circumstances, crises. Um, some of us have been stuck in the same territory for the longest time. Uh, we've been stuck trying to pursue ministries and go forward and and um, look for the fruits. Of, and the manifestation of miracles, signs, and wonders. And we have to ask ourselves, why are we still, as the body of Christ, in the same place we've been for years? Uh, we can look back at two years or three years and then look at today and say, gee, I'm exactly where I was in some of these places of Suckville that I was uh one or two years ago, and like trying, um, trying to move ahead in the calling of God that He's called us to with the vision in front of us, and yet sometimes we feel like we are in a slow uh, reel, a, a movie reel, where we're trying to pursue forward, but we feel like our feet are stuck in quicksand, and the process becomes very slow. And we begin to ask God, why, if we are the body of Christ, where's the power? Where's all these miracles? The Bible tells us uh, God gave us an instruction from Genesis 1. He said to be fruitful, to multiply, to subdue and take dominion over the, all the earth. And it's, it's not for the, we're not here to take sides. We are not here to fall prey to the things of this world. We are here to take over in Jesus' name. God gave us the ability. He gave us the tool. He gave us his Holy Spirit. And um, so we need to focus on what is it? I began to pray and I said, God, what is it right now that is hindering us from moving forward? And from obtaining that place in the spirit with the manifestation of your power. Paul the Apostle said, I didn't come here with just words. I came with power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. The devil can quote scripture. He can quote scripture. Some of us have been quoting and declaring certain scriptures for years. Did we see any fruit? Let's be honest. We've been... Quoting words. The Bible doesn't say just that faith comes by hearing the word of God. It's the Bible says, take heed how you hear. How is that word processing in your spirit? Because if it doesn't digest to you, down to your spirit, then guess what? It's just words. It's just a philosophy to people. The power isn't there. If if you um, buy a washing machine set, and it's a $3,000 set, that's the Cadillac of all washing machines. You bring it home, you got seven piles of laundry, and and you throw the laundry in there, and, and you stand there, and you tell it to start running. It's not going to run until you plug it into the power source. We have not been plugging into the power source we need to come to a place that when death comes to overshadow you, you've got the answer. When sickness comes when to overshadow you, you've got the answer. Um, the Bible says that uh, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. Um, his shadow will overshadow you and protect you and be a rear guard against the attacks of the enemy and you will no longer be in a location in a place that makes you defeated. Uh, sometimes we, we think we're striving for victory in these areas when the truth is we come from a location of where we are seated in heavenly places. We come from this location that says we are already operating out of a place of victory. Amen? So it's all about the location. Uh, when people are selling real estate, they always tell you it's about location, location, location. That's what's going to draw the people in. And since the Bible says we are not of this world, let's make this clear, we're not of this world. Jesus said so, And John chapter 15, verse 19, if you were of this world, the world would love his own. But because you are not, you are not of this world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hated you. Jesus himself said you are not of the world. But then why are we acting and talking and moving ahead in life? like we belong in this realm, that we belong in this world. We've become conformed as Christians. When God said, you are seated, you are already seated in heavenly places. The Bible says, you have an unction inside of you, the Holy One, and you know all things, but you don't know all things in your head or according to the things of this world. You know all things by the Spirit of God. He knows. He's got the answer. It's already in you. There's an association with the Spirit of God to where you are seated in heavenly places. There's an umbilical cord that connects you to that realm. Amen? So in 1 Peter 2.11, it says, Dearly beloved, I beseech you, as strangers and pilgrims, Another translation says aliens. We are not of this world. Uh, we're aliens. We're here to do an assignment. But make no mistake, there's an enemy. There's an enemy out to steal, kill, and destroy your assignment. There's an attack on your assignment that you are responsible for on planet Earth. Let me repeat that. There is an attack on your assignment that you are responsible for on planet Earth. And the enemy will not quit until he can take you to the grave when you have been distracted by the things of this world, by your family, by voices, by people around you trying to pull you away from your calling. The Bible says we don't fight against flesh and blood. We're not here to fight in this realm. We only have one fight that we are victorious about. It's called the fight to fight the good fight of faith. We don't fight people with flesh and blood. We don't get into the drama and to the toxic relationships of this world and the distractions of this world. The Bible says in Colossians 3 verse 1, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. He's telling us to seek what is above, not the things of this world. Um, there are people that will tell you, um, don't look for the supernatural. Uh, don't look for angels and a voice from God, and don't, don't uh, look for dreams and things from God because that could lead you into deception. Um, they lie to you. They lie to you because God said, seek the things that are above. And he said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your young people, they will dream dreams. Your old people see vision. God wants us to seek what's above. We are often directed by God. Now, take uh, now. This is God's word. We many places in the Word of God where people were directed by dreams, by visions, by things that are above. We we come from a realm where the supernatural supersedes the natural realm, and the Bible says in Ephesians two verse six, and He has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places. You are already located in the heavenlies, but you're acting like you are of this world. Um, the Bible says in Matthew chapter five, verse eight, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God when when we get to heaven no, it says, if you're pure in heart, where here on earth, you will have an opportunity to to glean from the heavenly realm and see God and to know him. It says to be still and know that I am God. You can have that supernatural experience because those experiences from above are going to transform your life. And in retrospect, transforming your life will also transform the lives around you because you will create a heavenly atmosphere around you. Um, Jeremiah 33, three says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you're not even aware of. All you got to do is call him, get on that Holy Ghost telephone. Um, not the natural phone. Some of us need to get off the phone and get to the throne of, of the place where we came from. And, and that's our home. Amen. um, He even says in another scripture, but before you even call, I will answer you. Why? Because you maintain a heart of purity. When we talk about uh, location, location in the spirit is not just about the heavenlies. It's about a relationship with God. And I want to get into this. We're going to go deeper. We're just picking at the surface of why we have not walked in the miraculous, why, why as Christians, when God said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, and these signs shall follow who? Not just one person, not just two people. It says it will follow those who believe. Amen? Those who believe, those who have received Christ, those true disciples of Christ, those followers of Christ, those who are seeking the things that are above, those whose visions are not are not focused we're not focused on the things of this world but we are focused on the things above so let's get into location because some of you have been stuck in the wrong in the wrong location you've been stuck in this world you've been stuck as a Christian you see things you're moved by the natural things you're moved by your feelings and your emotions you're moved by what you don't see but you're not moved by faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is what pleases God. Faith comes from where you come from. is from the supernatural realm in the heavenly place that's seated with Christ. That's where you're from. You're an alien. You're just here on assignment. You're not here to just situate, be happy, uh, have a beautiful home, uh, some kids for and no more when God said to subdue the earth. So many people are just happy with what they the little square house they have, their car, their job, their kids, uh, getting married, growing up, having children, and then they're done. Well, G- this man came to Jesus one day, said, Jesus, I will Follow you anywhere. I will follow you. Jesus said, you will. Um, This is paraphrasing. Uh, Go sell all that you have. And the man couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. He was stuck. He was stuck. Another man said, "Uh, I will follow. I want to follow you, Jesus. But let me first go bury my father. He said, his reply was, let the dead spiritually dead bury the dead he's already dead and the man couldn't do it he couldn't follow Jesus that is the dilemma of most of the body of Christ Uh, my husband and I have been following a prophet for a year Um, I won't mention the name but if you remember uh, William Branham back in the old days uh, the older I should say 30s 40s William Branham was a powerful man of God. He was a prophet of the Most High God. And his prophecies were extremely accurate. He could tell you what your address was, how many kids you had, what their names were, what your problem was, and give you an answer. That is a true prophet. That is an accurate prophet. We have discovered someone like that. There's a lot of prophets out there calling themselves prophets and they stand in front of people and they just take a guess. At, they watch body language they take a guess. And most of what they prophesy is superficial. People are looking for the bona fide answers. They're looking for bona fide uh, manifestations of the real deal. And people will not leave their per current location of Stuxville and seek the things that are above and take time out to seek the things that are above. Uh, and what mostly it, that it entails is relationship with God. If you're married and you have a relationship uh, because it says you're married, but you never spend time with that spouse and you, you're in your own world, you cannot reap the benefits of that relationship God, I felt today when we were just beginning that God was crying out with his heart. He was He's making a plea to the body of Christ because he wants to be with you more than you want to be with him. He's putting out a plea, will you leave your present location for the location that I told you you came from? That's home. The location with the Father's heart. The location that will, uh, invest in your life. A location where you will get visions for your future. You will, God will give you answers and show you things that you don't, that you're not even aware of. He told the disciples, it's been given to you. It's been given to you and me. It's been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Jesus Christ is coming back and he, He said that greater works, he did miracles, but he said greater works than these shall you do. But we will never reach the greater works when we stay stuck here, stuck in old attitudes, stuck in hurts, stuck in pain, um, stuck with money, stuck with voices that are are, um, directing our lives when Jesus said, You tell the mountain where to go. You speak to the mountain. You speak to yourself this morning and you say, self, self, you're today, you are going to think on the things that are above. You're going to think on the things that are just and true and lovely of good report. When you get into the mirror in the morning, the devil makes a bid for your thoughts. First thing in the morning, you begin to lie about what people said yesterday begin to lie about your, your money and you and, uh, begin to lie about your relationships about your job he start putting you in negative bill he will he's putting you in sucksville, and every morning you wake up and the wheels are spinning but the Bible says you have the mind of Christ and you have the ability to click click change the channel amen you have the supernatural ability from above to change that channel and tell your mind what it's going to think. Your mind is a battlefield. Your mind needs to be renewed by the word of God. And until you put that thing, the word of God, first thing in your head in the morning, the enemy is going to steal your day. He's going to tell you how it's going to be and he's going to command your day. Until you find yourself condemned, feeling condemned and under, you need to be the commander of your day. And you need to talk to your day and tell, how, tell how it's going to be. Something's not right in a relationship. You have the ability to create an atmosphere from heaven and tell that atmosphere how it's going to be. There's a scripture in Romans 12 too. I love this. I just love this. And being not conformed to this world. We have yet to learn what that means. We have yet to understand what it means to not be, I should say, it's almost like a, a potter with clay. Getting formed by the laws of the nation. Getting formed by the words around us. Getting formed by... Uh, people that are negative at our jobs, getting formed by toxic relationships until we find that we're feeling depressed, grieved, and full of sorrow, getting formed by uh, a death and a loss that happens. When Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, when you go to that grave site, you don't go there to draw from a dead body that only I am responsible for on the day of resurrection. You need to leave that body alone and thank God for the resurrection. View that as a resurrection site. And Jesus said he bore the grief and the sorrow and let him comfort you with supernatural comfort. He wants to comfort you today. He wants to take you from Sucksville. He wants to take you from a location that has kept you under for so many years. When Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, and he wants you to stop Trying to resurrect yourself, something he said is dead. If there's a relationship or a situation and he said it's over, it's over, then don't go back and try to resurrect something that Jesus said is dead because he's the resurrection and the life, the life. And what he resurrects is full of life. Don't resurrect a dead thing. Amen. So it says, be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Uh, if you've ever watched Star Trek and there, you may be in one location, you're in one location. And then, then uh, Scotty goes and he presses a button. He presses a button and one second, one second. He transports you from one location to another location. Do you know there are people literally on earth, testimonies of people that were in one location. They were in one location, and God wanted to use them. And in in one second, the Holy Spirit transported them to another location and another country to do an assignment and bring them back. That's Holy Ghost. Supernatural transportation. These things are going to happen more frequently, but they will happen to the people who understand that they are from above. And we are not to be conformed here. We've been letting the the world around us form us. We've been allowing people to form us. You know, I have to say this. I have learned a powerful lesson about family this is this right here is going to change somebody's life today because you're stuck on your family. you won't leave an area because your family says you need to hang here with us, we're family, we're bound together, uh, and yet they're pulling you by the chain and 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 with their drama, they're keeping you in a prison, keeping you locked in away from your calling. It's great if your family's born again spirit filled and and you have a great relationship with them and God got and God has you working together for the purpose of the kingdom and they support that. But let me tell you, and I'm writing a book called The Bloodline. This is powerful. The Bloodline, the natural bloodline. People will say, "Well, now that's your blood." Doesn't matter if they committed murder. Doesn't matter if they go, go around starting hell and drama with you. That's the family. That's your bloodline. Well, there is a bloodline. Hello? A bloodline that supersedes the natural bloodline. Some of you need to get free from your natural bloodline today. I, I experienced some very serious things this past year of rejection and betrayal. And I'm telling you right now, it's not worth it. If they left you, God's rejection is direction. God, that that was a blessing because they can't take who they are into your future. All you can do is love them and pray for them and say, okay, get up on the balcony. I'm going to love you from up there. I will love you and I will pray for you but I'm going to love you from up there. You got to watch who you allow in your inner circle who speaks into your life because they have something to do with your future. Your future can become sabotaged for good, and you can end up in a grave with your dream if you allow your family and the voices around you to direct your steps. The Bible says the steps of a Good man or a good woman are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. And though you fall, you're still being directed. He will uphold you. Why? Because you're pure in heart. You're the one that will see God. Just because you fall doesn't mean you're not pure in heart. David, King David fell. He fell big time, but he had a pure heart. He was sold out to God. And when you're sold out to God, He will He will navigate you through any dilemma. He, because guess what? He said um, He talks about the the tower. He's a mighty tower. And the righteous run into it and and we're safe. We're safe. So transform. It's, transform, you gotta change what your mind is telling you today. Transformation. Means it's a thorough or a dramatic change in form or appearance. Transformation outwardly does not happen until transformation takes place inwardly first. We keep looking on the outward things when God wants us to to first transform on the inside. We're, we're groping on the outside, looking for something, looking for a word. Just looking, looking for someone to talk to us on the phone, looking for a money to to put into our pockets so we can buy something that makes us feel good. That's not how God's people, kingdom people operate. We are not outside in people. We are inside out people and transformation, the dramatic change will occur on the outside when it first happens on the inside and it starts with Trans, being transformed. I want to be transformed. I want to be transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ. I want to walk in the full stature of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, greater works than these, than, than than what I just did. You shall do. We should have subdued a good majority of the earth by now. We're here to take over. Now, some people might take that as a fight in the world, but the world doesn't understand who we are and why we came here. We, we are able to transform atmospheres. We're able to get out of the location we were at by transforming our mind, renewing our mind. And once our mind is transforming, we can dictate to it and tell it, listen, we don't listen to dictators. No one dictates to us. No one controls you. No one tells you how it's going to be. I don't care if it's in the marriage, on a job, in the church. No one's going to tell you how. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is your director. The Word of God is your direction. Amen? So if there's some people... Oh, tell me, this is, this is powerful. I had to let go of some things. I I had to walk away from some things. If, the, if they walk away from you, let them go. They weren't meant to be with you. They're not part of that future. God can restore. He can reconcile, but you need to get your hands out of it. Stop playing God and stop trying to fix up things God said that I'm trying to make you let go of. There's a location in your spirit. There's that spirit, that the spirit in your inner belly, in your inner man, out of it will flow rivers of living water, which you've got to allow it to flow. And some of you are stopped up that umbilical cord from your spirit and the connection to the heavenly place. It's been stopped up like a pipe and a, and a piece of plumbing in your house that, that's been clogged. We need to clear the clog today so you can You can flow freely. We hear these scriptures, but still, we are still located in the wrong place. And we are still bound. We get preachers and ministers standing up behind the pulpit that are bound. They're still walking in darkness. And they say, God, just set me free, set me free. So I told you what to do with your mind. I told you how to transform your mind so that you can transform your world. If you can't transform your mind by renewing it, how are you supposed to transform a world around you who needs Jesus? They need what you have. They need your gift, and the devil's got you in stuckville. The Bible says in Proverbs, 16, verse 7, when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. you got to please the Lord. How are you going to please that? You're going to start with your mind. Your mind has been your enemy. The Bible talks about walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh. Those who walk after the spirit there's life and peace, but it says if you're walking after the flesh, it's, it's amnesty against God. So God will resist you. He will resist that because that's not of him. Amen. You can have a location in your mind. You reserve a location in your mind that pleases God. That location is for God because the Bible says you have the mind of Christ. You need to reserve the location of your mind for God to minister to you and speak to you. You need to reserve your dream life before you go to bed. Pray, God, speak to me in my dreams. Talk to me. Give that location to God so he can speak to you. Amen. And you can, God will speak to you also. Envision. Uh, you know, it's not just meant for the prophets. God wants to speak to all his sons and daughters from the supernatural realm. Not, not everybody is a prophet. There are so few people walking in the accuracy of a true prophet. But you can be prophetic. You can. The, Paul said, it's better to, you, you know, I would that you, you would all speak in tongues, but he said, to prophesy even better because people understand you. They'll understand you, amen. So God said to to go into all the world and preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick and see them recover, raise the dead, raise the dead. I, I, there are people who will not leave their present location in the spirit or in the natural to go and preach the gospel. I know a particular woman by the name of Heidi Breaker. If you don't know her, you need to get acquainted because who you follow is what is going to drip down on you. Did you hear what I said? Who you follow is what's going to drip down on you. Amen? Her and her husband uh, came from California. They left many years ago, 30 some years ago, got married. They left the states and She came from a very upper-class area in California, and she left to go to the mission field. After 18 years in uh, Mozambique, and and she said, we fasted at least a third of our lives, and we would not eat cheese, because if we ate cheese, that that was a bad example, And, and we were eating cheese while the people around us were starving, and so... She said we only had two churches. We were preaching and preaching up a storm. I was so exhausted, she said. I was just so exhausted from the ministry, from the churches. And one day she got sick, double pneumonia, and she was dying, literally. She had to go to the, one of those, uh, hospitals out there, third world country hospital, and she knew of something happening in Canada or something that she was to go to, and she she had tubes in her, and somehow she was able to get on an airplane that she had helped to uh, transport her to Canada. She got to this meeting. She sat weak in the back. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, the man began to call out people who needed healing, and she said, Lord, I don't want to go up there. No, please don't let him call me. And he calls her exact symptoms and her sickness. And they she finally, they, she wobbles to the front. God miraculously heals her. But while she was up there, the Holy Ghost crashed in on her. And the word of the prophet came to her and told her, You are an apostle. You are going to see signs, wonders, and miracles where you're at. And he began to prophesy, and she went back to Mos- uh, Zimbabwe, and Mozambique, excuse me, and she began to learn what it was to wait on God. She said, I would wait on God, and I would stay in the secret place of the Most High for hours. And for a whole year, the prophecy didn't seem to come to pass. Uh, all these miracles that were supposed to take place, But at the end of a whole year of being faithful to his presence, faithful with the relationship with God, it's not a religion. You can't trust somebody you don't have a relationship with. Well, you know, she, she got into the place with God and then that secret place. And after a year, for the first time, she saw a totally blind person's eyes that were totally white turned turn a colorful brown, open their eyes, and from that point on, uh, just so you know, they have 2,500 churches. 2,500 churches. And she said, I didn't even have to put all the sweat, all the toiling. I didn't have to do that because she waited on God and the supernatural power of God drew the people. And then there were miracle after miracle, and they began to train other people to do what they did. They've been shot at. They've been threatened. They've been sick. They've gone forward by faith, and God has mightily used them. They've seen hundreds of people raised from the dead. That is the gospel. That is the supernatural location God is calling us to. God said, you know, we worry about what, what's my family going to think? What is my family going to think if I do this? So we stay stuck. We stay stuck. I'm going to tell you. Jesus told his disciples one day, he said, let's go to my hometown. I'm paraphrasing the story. Let's go to my hometown. And let's do some things there. He goes back to his hometown. And he starts doing small miracles among the people and the people around him, people that grew up with him. Wait a minute. Isn't this uh, the carpenter's son? Isn't Mary, his mother, uh, we all know what happened there. They were judging him and it said they were offended. They were offended. What does he think he's doing? We played marbles in the street with him. We're familiar. And he comes out like this. Who does he think he is? And then another person said, hey, Jesus, your family is is wanting you out here. They're out here. Do you know what Jesus' response was? My family are the ones that do the will of the Father. And he could not do many works there, mighty works. Because of their unbelief, they, could, they absolutely refuse. They see miracles, but they refuse. And his family was trying to drag him away from what he was assigned to do. The enemy is trying to drag some of you away from what you've been assigned to do. What is the price that you are willing to pay to follow Jesus and to walk in the miraculous? We, 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 God wants to structure you from the inside out. He wants to structure you from the inside out. Why do we go to God? Most of the time we pray because one, because of issues we're going through two, something we want from God or three, because we really want God. Which one of those people are you? Not to say that we can't go to God with our troubles, but but what kind of a relationship do you want with God? Um, God called Abraham, my friend, are you God's friend today because you know him, because he knows you? You intimately know him, and we want suddenly a snap of a finger for the clouds to drop down from the God. God is going to do miraculous things, no doubt. His spirit is going to cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. But how is that going to happen unless people who say they are committed to Him decide, I'm not from this world. I'm from above. I'm here to take over. I'm here to subdue and take dominion. I'm here to bring a message from the heavenlies that says there's a Father, God, who loves you, who wants to transform your life so that you can get out of stuck still and being conformed to the darkness of this world where there's an enemy out to destroy you. He wants you. Father is pleading with you today. Come unto me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. I just want you to call unto me. And I want to answer you and show you great and mighty things that you're not aware of. I want to reveal things about your calling. I want to reveal things to you about the people on earth. I want to, I want to download my heart to you about the people. If you don't love the people, if you don't like the people, God cannot use you in a mighty way. You got to have his heart. Some people I've heard say, well, I used to just hate being around people. Well, God wants to take that thinking that's conformed to this world because you've been so hurt. And he wants to transform you and give you his love for the people because his love is unconditional. I don't love you just because of something you do for me. I don't love you just because you make me look good and you polish my shoes. I love you because of the God love that was, that he transformed me with. That's the, the agape love of God is the only way you can really, truly love people. There are no conditions attached to his love. So there's an attack that comes against the assignments you're responsible for. And so... W- so that's one of the reasons we're not walking in the miraculous. Number two, we have not fully surrendered. Paul said, I die daily. I die to the things of this world. Jesus did that. He went away to the mountains. He went away to the, to a secret place with God in the, in, in the garden to pray. He let God download stuff from, from his heart to the people. And the third thing is, A reason why we're not walking the miraculous, our hearts are not pure. Jesus said the pure heart will see God. They're going to see the visions. They're going to dream the dreams. They're going to walk in the supernatural power of God. And every place their foot will tread. God will give it to them. If If you're walking with a pure heart and you start treading ground, you will have more than just a box to live in and more than just us four no more you're going to take the sons and daughters of every shore and you're going to help transform their lives by the power of God. And the other number 4 is we're not paying attention to what needs transforming. Um, I know uh brother Shannon said I can take time here. Uh I don't want to over overdo the time, but there's there's a section that God has shown me that will that will help and instruct you away from the location that you're at. You're saying, well, I'm getting older. Um, I I just feel like I've wasted a lot of time. I, I feel like I'm stuck. I just want you to know that Moses was 80 years old. It doesn't matter how young or old you are. God is about to restore the years. He is more than capable of restoring the years. What you couldn't do in 30 years, what you tried to do, in thirty years of your flesh, and what you strove to do to go forward and how you how you struggle to get out of your battles, God can do in two seconds. He can restore your ministry, He can bring the um, people from the north, the south, the east, and the west to be drawn to the anointing in your life when you yield yourself to God when you suddenly. Just give it all to God. You surrendered everything. You've surrendered your desire. You surrendered. Stop fixing up people. How many of you fix up people? You, you, you're trying to fix your kids. You're, you're trying to fix your spouse. You're trying to fix the people from the church, and you keep trying to spend money on them to buy your way into their friendship when God is saying, let go. I, I have another plan for you. But you won't. You won't uh, abandon that plan for the plan that God has for you. And God is just saying, come to me. Just let go of all that. Because in all your labors and all your struggles, you're not accomplishing the will of God. You're not accomplishing peace. And you need to guard the peace of your heart. That's why God called Abraham my friend. God called Abraham my friend, and Abraham learned not to struggle. He could just go to God and bargain with God. God, if there'd only 10 people in the city, would you save them? You know? Would, would you, if there's only 20, he could talk to God like a friend. And God would say, yeah, okay, okay. Are you God's friend today? To be spiritually minded is peace, but to be carnally minded is enmity against God. Forget what lies behind. Today, today as I'm speaking to you, shut the door. Shut the door of yesterday. Put up the no trespassing sign because God's about to do a new thing. He told us when we left Miracle Valley. He said, I want to do a new thing here. He says, I'm about to, he says, before, uh, I'll even tell you about it before it happens. I'm talking to you about it right now. Old things have passed away. Whatever happened in your life. Uh, Maybe uh, people accused you of something. They betrayed you. And you didn't even do that. Let it go. Love them from up on the balcony. But maybe you did everything they said you did. But forgive yourself. Because Jesus forgives you. Put it behind the no trespassing door. Don't be a petty Patrick in the Mary and decide you're going to stay behind the door that Jesus says is closed and decide today. Today is what I'm going to do. Don't go back and try to resurrect something that God says is dead because today God is about to deliver you from the world you created in your mind because your your confidence will follow your focus. So I just um, in 2 Kings, Seven, verse 3 uh, now four men who were lepers were at the entrance of city gate which was Samaria and they said one to another why should we sit here until we die if we say we will enter the city then the famine is in the city and we'll die there and if we sit here we'll die anyway they had leprosy this is powerful these men decided somehow by faith we're not going to stay here the enemy's out there in the city but why sit we here till we die why do you stay in the same place while while God's plan is passing you over why do you sit there and and complain I'm sick in my body as long as you have a heartbeat God's got a plan do you hear me as long as you have a heartbeat God's got a plan and he will pull you out of your stuck place. Supernaturally, you can open your mouth and pray. You can pray in your heart. You can, you can, you can begin to put scripture in there and the light bulb will go off in your spirit. It'll become revelation. But why sit you there? Why are you going to sit there? Don't sit there. Proverbs 4 verse 20. I love this. I'm going to give you four things that's going to help you to get out of stuck my son, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Sit down with a sheet of paper and write down all the areas you're struggling with. The top one being your priority. Pay attention to a word that God will give you about that and don't don't get off focus until you get free. Pay attention to the word that he gives you. Uh, we hear a word on Sunday on church, and it went right to that area, and we were blessed, and we walked away. Thank you, God. Oh, I felt so free. Hallelujah. And two days later, we're back in Sucksville because we got our focus off the word that he gave us, Number two, incline your ear to my saying. It, listen harder, not just listen with your ears and just read it. Just, you know, so you have to lean hard. In other words, pay attention and, and you have to lean hard into what God is saying. Meditate. That's one way you do it. You meditate on what He told you and don't get off that meditation, because your spirit needs to digest that. Your heart needs to digest that word. Number three, let them not depart from thy eyes. We walk away. We read one word. We think we're free. We've been in bondage to a certain something for so many years. Well, we need to pay attention. And we need to get off the defense and get on the offense. The, Any time the enemy comes against us in that same area, we have nothing... To come against him with because we did not pay attention to a word that's set that setting us free. We did, we read it one time and then we walked away from it. Every single day God, got pasted on your fridge, but add to it. Let the Holy Spirit keep speaking to you about that word. Number four, keep them in the midst of thy heart. As the enemy will come and steal it from you. You have to, you have to guard your heart because out of it are the issues of life. God keeps giving you the issues of life. He keeps giving you words of life. But you let it go because you're not, you're not dwelling on that word. You're not, you're not paying attention. Pay attention. And they keep knocking your list off. The Bible says why? For they are life unto those that find them. Life and health, health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Stay on course. Did you ever uh see a movie, The Book of Eli? Uh, powerful. The man had the uh, scriptures. He had the book in his hand, the Bible. He had an assignment to get that book to, to another location. And, and constantly he was skilled. He was skilled at, at protecting and guarding that word, guarding that assignment. He was skillful. He could... He could beat off the enemy at any time. One time there was a fight in the road, but something told him. He said, stay the course. Stay the course. He turned from that fight. You need to stay away from battles. You need to stay away from drama. You need to stay away from a battle that you don't belong in. Amen? Um John 15, verse 4. Here's, here's your secrets. Here's another one of your, some of your secrets. This is powerful, but this is what we have not been doing. We've been distracted. If, if you abide in me, you're dwelling in the secret place. You're abiding. It's, it's your address. You can go in a closet and pray and you can still walk out and you're still living there because that's your address. You become aware of the presence of God every place you go. But if you're not making yourself aware and paying attention, you'll begin to pay attention to the world around you. If you abide, you dwell in me, and my words abide in you. My words, you're paying attention. You shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. It'll be done when you're abiding in his presence with the power you know, you understand you're from a heavenly place. You're bringing heaven to earth. You're bringing that place to earth and you're occupying till he comes. You're occupying the land. You're not letting the enemy take over. You're subduing the earth because you learned how to subdue your mind. You've learned how to abide in the words. The Bible says, take heed how you hear. How are you hearing? Are you just hearing words? Are you just reading words or are you meditating on those words? Romans 5, 5. And hope maketh not ashamed because of the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. God says, he said, you shall, this is, this is in John 15, you shall abide in my love. If you're abiding in my presence, you abide in my word, now you abide in my love. I've never seen so much division in the body of Christ. We've experienced it here at Miracle Valley. Everybody wants a name. They, they told us over the years, God, God's telling me to come in there and, and do the revival and have a tent meeting. He, he's calling me to, don't I look just like A.A. and That's what people told me. We have all these crazy people tell us, I, I've seen angels, I've seen visions, and God has been speaking to me about, about taking Miracle Valley. What if, what if, All of these people who say God spoke to them supernaturally, God told them to become a part of Miracle Valley, what God was doing, and bring unity and promote unity as opposed to people fighting for a position. And this happens with a lot of ministries. This happens with a lot of ministries. Humble yourself. It's not all about you. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about him. It's about the message he brings. It's about uh, doing the things that he did. Being like-minded, having the mind of Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. He said, "Be the love of God that shed God in your heart by the Holy Ghost." It's already been. It's all, that means the love of God is already in you. It's already in you. Amen. So loose the chains from your neck. Stay out of the battlefields that you don't belong in. And check this promise out. When a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with you. Look, when your ways please God, they're his ways. He will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. They're going to stand by and watch you partake of the feast of what God has. Amen? That the, These people who insulted you, who betrayed you, the, uh, the people that accused you of things, God's about, you, God's about to prepare a table before them. You're, they're going to be watching you. And that's all they're going to be doing because you are focused on that table. You are focused on that fellowship with God. You're focused on unity and having fellowship with those of like mind. Praise God. We need to get off the defense. The enemy's coming against you. There's no doubt he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But what have you got in the face of adversity? What have you got to present? What kind of a word? What Anointing. When it 's time to bring deliverance to god's people Jesus some of his main, main ministry was what it was his, it was his message healing and casting out demons you know that there are people in the body of Christ that are afflicted by the unawares of the power of darkness and demons and there are people who are afflicted by uh, by things that ran through the family tree. And we don't want to talk about that. We just want to quote scripture. But there's a power. There's a relationship with God that, that, it, that it invades us if we allow God to be God in our life. If we surrender, we don't have to fight flesh and blood. If there are people fighting you, let it go. Don't defend yourself. That's what the devil wants. He wants to put you on the defense, but you just do the right thing and God will come through and he will subdue your enemies and he will even make them to be at peace with you. So the bloodline of Jesus Christ will supersede any bloodline on planet earth. You need to be obedient to God. I just want to say today, as I'm closing, there are some of you that have walked in condemnation, Your mind has been your enemy, And, and, you know, the enemy can see what comes out of your mouth. He can watch your attitude, your actions, and he knows just where to hit you up. He knows what buttons to push to keep you in Stuxville. Today, you need to get a revelation that God wants you to relocate your mind because you are already seated in heavenly places. But you need to relocate your mind And you need to be aware of the words That are going to transform your life today In Jesus' name, amen
1: Praise the Lord What a powerful teaching That's one of the best preaching I've heard in a very long time And I'm not saying that to be saying it That is uh, That resonated with me Folks, if you're just joining us uh, You're going to want to get this I'll have it up in the archive today and listen to it and share it with people everywhere you can. Uh, Sister Rose, what shall we title this for the archive? Uh, something about Stuckville. What do you think? What shall we call getting it? Getting out of Stuckville. Oh, getting out of Stuckville? I love it. Getting out of Stuckville. Okay, that's great. Uh, I already had uh, somebody contact me asking for your information. They've got to get a hold of you. This this is moving them. Um What a powerful message. I want you to pray here in just a moment. And before we do that, um, folks, it's an honor to be here with Pastor Louis and Rose Bettencourt, Miracle Valley Today. God is going to do something great with them in this next season. Um, If you're in the area or you're not, you can be part of uh, a worldwide church that's building. In fact, Brother Louie, I just only said part of the name. What's the full name of the ministry?
2: Well, um, we changed the corporation to Miracle Valley International Revival Center. The church is going to have a different name of Miracle Valley Worship Center.
1: So international. I love that. Yeah. That's what it is. When you get on this net, uh, you can reach people around the globe. There's not anybody today that doesn't have internet. There's people in African yeah. villages that have a phone and Internet, and they may not have a, a house or a car, but they got
2: Internet. Um, that's right. They can be somewhere in Timbuktu, you know, out right. there in the field somewhere <laughs> with a cell phone.
1: And if you got that, you can get a hold of these messages. You can be part of the ministry. Um, I want you all to prepare in a minute to give out your contact information, and also if people can support the work you're doing, I want you to tell them that too. But before we get there, um, Sister Rose, uh, what a powerful message tonight. And uh, would you pray for the people, you and Brother Louie, that are tuning in today?
0: Yes. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, that your word is giving people direction today, Lord. I thank you, Father, for the path that's before us. You said to uh, to clear out the path and to raise up the standard, Lord. And, Father, today your word is raising up a standard, a standard that will take people to a, a place where they belong, where they operate from in the heavenly Lord, and being able to draw heaven to earth, Lord God. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for this opportunity and this time that we have to, to put out your word on the airwaves, Lord, and for, Father, for people to not just receive a word uh, that's spoken, but to take that word and allow it to become a manifested revelation of their heart and their lives, so that they can create an atmosphere that will transform the world around them to preach the gospel and to do what what, what the commission tells us to do. Father, I thank you for it. Thank you for your presence here. And I thank you for Brother Shannon. And I pray that you will bring increase to the things that he puts his hand to do. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: I received Amen. that Brother Louie would you like to pray as well
2: No I'm good I think Rose covered it pretty well
1: <laughs> Let me tell you, you something a What a what a home run for Jesus message You know yes. A year ago 4th of July I lay here in Bali uh, On a mattress That I had on the floor Sick I had black Gook coming out of my lungs And I'm not a smoker I'm like, where is that coming from? I, I I thought I could go into pneumonia at any moment. I felt depressed. I said, God, have I missed you? Am I even uh, on the same trajectory that you want me to travel on for you in ministry? I'm going to ask a lot of questions and do some soul searching. and The enemy was trying to take me out, literally. Just as a few days before, we had unearthed an accursed object in my front yard. When I moved here we had to uh remove two demonic altars. With the um, landlord's permission, of course, that was a whole miracle in of itself. We moved into a property and there were two Hindu altars to demon gods right on the front uh parcel of the yard. Small yard, but I said I'm not moving in with demon as my uh demons as my roommates. Well it was a miracle. The lady removed them. And I thought I had cleared the land of any accursed objects. And one day I'm plowing out there uh, to make the ground level. I was going to put some tile out there for my dog. Because otherwise it was like a big soup. When it would rain and dog poo and mud. and It was just a mess. So I figured I'm going to put some bricks out there. <laughs> and at least I can spray that thing down with a water hose. And I'm out there trying to level the dirt before I put down these bricks, these tiles. And my metal rake snags something. It was like a trash bag. I'm thinking, what's that? And I pulled on it, pulled, it, and it came up out of the ground, and it was an earthen pot and some type of fabric weave with colored yarn, and I recognized that as part of temple worship. Somehow this was a object tied back to one of the temples, and I think what had happened is the land had been dedicated to demons, and that was part of like a dedication. They had buried this object. Well, we pulled it up out of there and destroyed it. When I did, I got sick. I'll be honest. There was some backlash, but it had to be done. And I'm laying there, depressed, sick, about ready to just quit. After 12 years in ministry, not a long time, but it had been a long road. Almost, we were we were about 300 shows from hitting 10,000, and then if I, if I can just get there, God has promised that uh, a new thing is going to happen, and uh, I'm within reaching distance of it, and then this hit me, and I almost almost went down for the count, but then I rallied. I remembered something that you said in this message tonight. Why sit here till we die? The leper said to the leopard, why sit here till we die? And I prayed for strength, and I dragged myself up to the upstairs or my home offices, and I got on the program. My voice was still uh, not uh, where it should be. I was I had a hoarse voice on top of everything else going on. And I said, I'm not going to quit. God help me. And we went four months straight like a maniac. We did four months nonstop until my computer broke one day. (laughs) And uh, we pushed through and hit that 10,000 mark and then God opened up a mighty door for TV and we were on the Word Network for 13 weeks. That was a miracle. The enemy didn't want me to get there. And I almost, I almost was down for the camp, but I rallied. Why sit here till we die? Folks, you may be in Stuckville tonight, and the enemy just wants you to go down for the camp. But as the leper said to the leper, let's get up. Who knows? Let's go towards that light in the desert. Maybe they have some food they'll give us. And they got up, and if you know the rest of the story, uh, God amplified their footsteps, and it sounded like a invading army and everybody just dropped what they were doing and fled out and uh, that city was plundered. Now those lepers would have died had they stuck there. Just stayed stayed there. They were stuck. But they got up and by the grace of God we can get up and move out of Stuckville and uh, I praise God that it, you know a year and a half later I'm still here. Uh, we could have been long gone. Lights out here on Omega Man Radio. But thank God we persevered with the help of the Lord and we're like Motel 6, we'll leave the light on for you <laughs> if you can make it out here to these podcasts, we're on a new schedule though, we're on Monday through Friday 10 a.m. Eastern and um, set all that to say this God is good, the devil's a liar and uh, Jesus Christ said he'll never leave nor forsake us God has a job That's for rough. you in his end time army Uh we need to make the time count because the days are getting dark and um who knows how much more time we may have to operate? I know there is a scripture that says, night comes, no man can work. I don't know when that's going to be. I hope we got more time, and I believe we do. But let's uh, let's rally and break free of these demonic bondages that want you and I out of the battle to take us out, because the devil certainly has succeeded in many people's lives and literally took people out in body bags. And uh, God forbid... Uh, we need to push on and do what God has called us to do. And we can with the Lord Jesus' help. This is one of the most powerful messages I've heard in a very long time, and I really mean that. Um, You've got to get this one too. Listen to it if you're coming in. Share it with a friend. Uh, We've got to get you all back on to preach. Oh my goodness, this is good tonight. How can a person reach you in your ministry if they want to contact you, learn more about it, and if they'd like to support your work, how can
2: they do that? Well, first of all, they can... um send us an email if they want at miraclevalleytoday at yahoo.com of course if you forget all that um, our email and my phone number direct to my cell phone is also on Facebook which is miraclevalleytoday and my phone number is 520-224-8520 and um and this is not Shannon's fault, but the word's getting out, I guess, because even people that are trying to scab me are sending me phone number, uh, you know, links to their one guy, sent me a thing. I'm sending you a thousand dollars. Hit this link. Well, I go check that account where they're trying to send me money. There's no link to it. So oh, I'm, not easily, uh, I'm not easily, I'm not easily going to fall over. So, but anyway, um, email or we do have, uh, cash app which is dollar sign cash MVT which stands for Miracle Valley but it's cash it's uh, the cash app dollar sign cash MVT and I do have some other ones but we're going to straighten those out and change them so right now if you really want to give to us just you know either there or you can get a hold of us at Miracle Valley today at yahoo.com or my phone number and uh we're trying to put our church together down here. We do have the building we have the property we have the sixteen acres up front. We're trying to get together a um a team together to help us out to do the miracle revivals across the street. We're looking for a tent if anybody knows if anybody knows of anybody that has a tent just sitting around, please let us know because we like to put it some to some use and put some souls in it and also um we're trying to get our church together so that's basically about it, I think for
1: now. this is fantastic, folks you can be part of a awesome move of God in Miracle Valley, Miracle Valley today uh, they can find you also on Facebook is that right? Miracle Valley today
2: yeah, okay, yeah face Miracle Valley today,
1: Facebook for those of you that use Facebook, get over there and uh, follow Miracle Valley today. I'll be putting this uh program up shortly, send it to you and sister. Rose and um, we love you both Um, thank you for coming on today God bless you and would you like to close us out in prayer
2: yes go ahead Rose
0: Father thank you for this um, opportunity Um, thank you for this program Father thank you for this airwave Father this is a Holy Ghost heavenly airwave Amen (laughs) so Father I thank you for it and Father I pray for increase increase in the amount of souls that are coming into the kingdom for the harvest is white and father increase in the body of christ of strong christians who need to um pursue their callings and be everything that you called them to be through these through what they're hearing in this program lord god and father i just pray blessings upon shannon and upon the people that hear the words that come off of this airway father in jesus precious name amen amen
1: amen praise the lord uh brother Louie, one more time your cash app what is the is dollar sign what
2: cash app is dollar sign cash mvt which stands for miracle valley today cash app sign cash mvt
1: okay excellent excellent we'll put that in the show notes Uh, God bless you both. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. We love y'all. God bless you, brother. Bye-bye. Thank you. (laughs) Folks, that was a powerful message. I'm not going to lie. That's one of the most powerful messages I've heard in a very long time. Now, we have some good programs here. Don't get me wrong. But I'm going to tell you, that one resonated with me. Powerful word. That's the first time we've had Sister Rose Preach, and we, this is only our second program together. Uh, we did a program yesterday, or not yesterday, but uh, last week, Week um, talking about uh, some of the history of Miracle Valley today, and uh, God's calling their lives for the next step, and uh, I, I said, uh, I want to get y'all back on and have you preach. Bring anything the Lord puts in your heart. Boy, the Lord brought a word tonight. Was that good? you receive that? I'll get it up uh, pretty quickly for you. And um, that is going to conclude this this week's programs. Now, I'm already in booking mode for the rest of September. Get it filled up for you. And I hope that uh, you'll stay with us. Go to my website. That is uh, newly redesigned. I have new links for just about everything. Uh, Where to go to get the archives, we have uh, Mega Man Reloaded podcast we're building um, and some other sites that we're testing out like Brighteon I can put videos over there Uh, Podbean also works if I scale down the the size of the file so I put up recently the trilogy we did with Alcuppet those are available right now online for you to watch, those were three videos we shot a number of years back and uh, I got more I'm going to be posting if, of course, you want to um, download these shows, they're all free. You can do that. Share them with a friend if you want to support the ministry. We uh, live by faith, and uh, I want to thank all of you who, over the years, have supported us. You've got us this far. By the grace of God, we're going to continue. If you want to help us, go to megamanradio.com. There's some options to do that there. Now, we had a long-standing tradition here on this program to close every week with one of the most corny songs that was ever done. But I still like it, and uh, I'm going to revive that today. Now this is for those of you who hang on to the very last moment. Like now, I dedicate a song for you. God bless you all. And uh, it's coming up next, and again, we'll be back Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern. I hope you'll join us. If you want to contact me on Radio at ProtonMail.com Come.